You're listening to the Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the second episode this week of the Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast. We're not going to delay or... uh, Take up too much of your time here with this intro bullshit. So let's just go ahead and get right to the meat and potatoes. Almost flubbed that one of this meal. We've got Poop the Bard. We have Tiger Bomb Tom, Beef the Legend, Ransom the Mad King. I'm your chooser weight champion. Not for too much longer, though, because fuck me in the Royal Rumble. Uh, we're going to talk Royal Rumble this episode, along with some other thingy madingy madingy madoos. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Beef, at the end of the last episode, you did mention that we had things to talk about this episode. Why don't you kick us off with what you'd like to talk about? Yeah, man. Uh, let's catch some people up on some uh, choose weight title standings currently for January. Uh, let's see where the uh, the old Mad King falls. Uh, it's a tightly contested race right now at the top of the heap is Dave, our buddy Dave, allegedly with 12 points. Allegedly. Um, doing well. By the way, uh, just to clear up any confusion, because Cody versus Sammy didn't happen, we threw the match out, meaning that nobody got any points for the match. So if you bet two points on it, sorry about your luck. If you bet one point on it, good job. These are the risks inherent wrestling cards subject to be changed. So uh, everybody bet on Baker, so everybody got for Baker. And so currently, as I mentioned, Dave is uh, at the top with 12, followed close behind by Poot the Bard, baby, with 11 points. Uh, trailing very close behind by myself and Dos Hermonas Luchas with 10 points. And then things start to get sketchy. Uh, Tom Ooh. is 9, which is still okay. Ransom has 8. You're still no. in it. Okay. Oh. Oh. Pat, Pat has seven. All right, we're in Amber. That's six. So there's some some work to be done. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is Royal Rumble season. Anything happen? Anything can happen. It's a season of perpetual hope, where you believe that maybe, just maybe, Ricochet is gonna win and get a title shot against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay, maybe not. But all this, all the same. We like to go into it with a positive attitude, thinking, hey, if X, Y, Z, A, A, B, B, C, C, or D, D happen, I'm fine with it. You know, and then they always pick Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns because that's what the product is now, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I love uh, Face Lesnar, by the way. I think it's a great diversion from what he used to be, and I – I think that that's perfect to have a guy that has the skill set to be like this hard-ass, badass deal that just destroys and wrecks everybody. And also this guy who can go out there and still wreck everybody, but having a good time doing it, have some yucks and some yums, and uh, have a good time with it. Face Lesnar is hilarious. Yeah, man. Yeah. That dude is so funny when he's a face, because I don't expect a dude to be that scary to be that funny. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, part of it is, hey, we're going to laugh because we don't want him to come to our houses and eat our faces off like your trolls would. So, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I, all, all 
all jokes aside, I think I think Lesnar is very gifted, and and it really points out that you know having Paul speak for him for so long gave him a chance to probably sit under the learning tree, and mm-hmm. uh, you know get get the timing and 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 get you know the of uh, one of the smartest men wrestling. So, but yeah, man, um, here we are, Royal Rumble season. So. I know we got some other things to talk about this, but I but I want to get your cold fish take. And I know that none of us are like super up on the product. I know that none of us sit down and like watch a product on a weekly basis. And for some of us, it's a struggle to watch the televised like special event. Who you got in the rumble? Uh, this this is not an official pick. This is me saying who if 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 you had your druthers right now. Who wins the Rumble, and how would you have the WrestleMania situation play out? Can I ask you a question first? Yeah, man. Is it when, when is the title for title happening? Uh, nothing is official yet, but allegedly at WrestleMania. Okay, so they'll still each, as far as we know, they'll still each have their respective titles come the Rumble. Would make sense. Unless, unless they throw a curveball between that and WrestleMania, which they've done before. That's true. So are we going again under the assumption, again, we're assuming, because who knows with WWE, are we assuming that both Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar will not be in the Rumble since they are current champions? Assume nothing. Oh, shoot. I, I understand nothing with WWE. So make any assumptions that you want or don't want. This is, like I said, this is not a points pick. This is a fun pick. This is going to be a fun discussion, I think. Um, if if you had your druthers, this is, I guess, a little bit of fancy booking, but not like Kenny Omega shows up. No, nothing like that. Oh. Like, keep it, mm. keep it in the realm of possibility, which, as we know right now, is a little bit bigger than what it was two weeks ago. Okay. But... What do you think? What would you like to see happen? Maybe even what do you think is going to happen? And how is the two-day WrestleMania main event going to play out? Tom, what are you feeling? Uh, I'll defer to Poot first. I, I got a, I got a real hot take on this one. Oh, I like hot takes. All right. So I think it would be fun, and I'm saying fun, if uh, with – him showing the loyalty in some way, shape, or form that he did. I think it would be cool to see KO go over in the Rumble. I think that would be great. I think it would be phenomenal. I know it's not likely, but I was sitting and thinking about it. I'm like, man, having KO dark horse it in in a way, I, I would love that. I, I think it would be great. I think it'd be a great way to kind of kick him up into the main um the main scene. I think that would be really good. Um, I think maybe even because they've, you know, he's been in the picture for so long. I think that, um, and and even though this might not make as much sense, Bobby Lashley winning, I think that would be good. Um, has KO ever won a Rumble? No. He has not. No. And by the no, way, sir. Bobby Lashley is facing Lesnar at Royal Rumble. So oh, okay. We are getting well, that, like, yeah. that, like, fantasy match that was supposed to happen at SummerSlam, like, four years ago, whatever, that, you know, never actually transpired. Yeah, Brock Lesnar versus Black Lesnar. Um, the, uh, exactly. 
That's one of my favorite jokes. And I and I I joke about that, but like I'm I'm honestly super hyped. Dark in here. Super, super hyped for that match. Because Lesnar now, like you said, him having the fun that he's having and and really feeling comfortable kind of in his skin. I, I, I think with him being willing to play ball and willing to like put on a show and and have a little bit more leeway and a little bit more latitude. I I think we're seeing good stuff out of Lesnar and Lashley we know can go. So I think it'll be a lot of fun just seeing two big hosses just beat the fuck out of each other. I mean remember oh, it's going to be a it's going to be a beatdown match. Remember his match uh, and even though it was no holds barred, remember that no holds barred match with Bra- with uh, Braun Strowman? That was great. Mm-hmm. That was great. It was a lot yep. of fun. It was a uh, what what uh, what event was that? Was that um was that like backlash or something like that? I thought it was like Summer, a fall event, like some, some somewhere near a Survivor Series, like a Survi- yeah, Survivor Series, like Survivor Series, or like maybe maybe SummerSlam because that's later in the summer. Night of Champions, something, or something. like that. I don't remember. But it was but yeah. it was really good. So like knowing that the the work rate of Bobby Lashley and knowing that Lesnar is having a good time now, like I think it'll be a lot of fun. Now that being said, I said Lashley it could be good, but like I, I really, I really would like, I really, 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 really would like to see uh, KO go over. I just think it would be great. He's all charisma. He re-signed his contract. There's no reason they shouldn't take advantage of 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 that. Like, and and I know they won't, but like I just think it would be great. There's my little <laughs> bit of fantasy booking. And as far as the 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 main event. I, I I really I don't know I I know that sounds like a cop out but I, I'm I'm not sure. No man, I get it. You know, it, it, everything is very much up in the air now. So Tom, you have deferred. Let's hear your hot take. Uh, so I have a hot take uh, for the women's side. Um, I feel like you could see Liv Morgan win the Rumble this year. Um, I don't know. I I just kind of have her as a dark horse. Um, if nothing else, if not winning, possibly getting into the final four, um, cause who are the current champs right now? It's, it's still Becky Charlotte. And Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Bianca, Bianca won it last year. Um, so I, I don't know that they would have her go to, you know, go back to back rumble wins, but it could happen. Um, but I don't know. I, I just got a feeling they'll, they'll do something with Liv Morgan there. Uh, for the men's side of it, um, I agree that KO would would be a a nice win to see. I I would not be disappointed with that at all. Uh, I would not be disappointed if they had Cesaro get a get a Rumble win. Uh, he certainly deserves it. Um, but I have a feeling that um, you might see Big E get a win in the Rumble um, because unless I, unless I'm going completely deaf in my old age. I keep hearing, and I know card is subject to change. I keep hearing advertisements on the radio for the last Raw before WrestleMania coming to Pittsburgh, and it says Big E defending the WWE Championship in a fatal four-way match. And I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) I was like, so either they recorded this advertisement a long time ago. Probably. uh, Well, he was was supposed to retain in the fatal four-way match at day one. 
Right. Um, so I'm 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 thinking they probably had a pre-recorded to that, and then just never because so that, remember that change happened uh, less than 24 hours before the car. Oh yeah, out. no no no, I get I get that, but but I'm thinking like well if they if they keep advertising it that way, um or even even the fact that if he was supposed to retain up until a certain point, maybe he wins the rumble and he inserts himself into the title for title <laughs> match. And you have a triple threat match for the title unification. And then I don't know who ultimately comes out. Probably Brock comes out on top from that, because I think the plan would have been for uh, for Lesnar to beat Reigns anyways. Um, you know, at some point, because Roman has to get knocked down off that mountain eventually. So that's uh, I don't know. That, those are the feelings I got on those. Ransom. So, I get, this. I'm still so confused because <laughs> Are I mean, we well, all? well, still like, if we're supposed to have theoretically, we're supposed to have the title for title match at WrestleMania. How does the Royal Rumble winner factor into that? Is it going to be oh, it's a title for title match? That's the opening card, and then. The Rumble winner faces the unified champion in the main event. Well, that's why I want to get you guys' thoughts on oh. there's there's there, there's any number of ways that this could realistically play it's, out. WrestleMania like, is still a two, it's still two nights this year, right? It sure is. Oh, there you go. So yeah, like that confuses me. Is it yeah? So it's gonna be unification match one night, night one. and then Royal Rumble winner night two. I you could do I'm that. I'm okay with that. Like, I don't, that's not going to bother me. What will bother me is if you have the Royal Rumble winner say, okay, well, I won the Royal Rumble and you guys are doing a unification match. So I want to, I want in on that. And then it's a, it's a, it's a, it's yet another Royal, uh, yet another WrestleMania main event triple threat match. I've had it. I've had it with those. I've, I've had it. I'll be done wherever we watch this stupid pay-per-view at. If that's what happens, I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm not watching it because that's, it, it's going to push me over the edge. I can't do another, oh, it's WrestleMania. What are we, about a triple threat? Stop it. Enough. Do a fucking singles match, you sons of bitches. I don't want that. Um, and I, really, if I'm going to be honest, at the end of the day, I don't care who wins the Rumble as long as it's somebody new. I want a new Royal Rumble winner. I don't want another Randy Orton, uh, Graham McTavish, or whatever the, whatever the hell the Scotsman's name is. Sorty <laughs> Magoo. Graham McTavish. Fucking Dr. Claymore swinging his sword around. We get it. You're Scottish. You have a Claymore. Your finisher's the Claymore kick. Come out with the damn sword. Ah, ha, ha. Blah, blah, blah. You might as well come out with a bazooka or a flamethrower. Here we go. Boom, 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 bang, bang, fire, fire. I don't want him to win. Like, I just don't. I don't want a previous Royal Rumble winner to win. I, I'll be thoroughly disinterested and displeased if that's the case. Just because I feel like it's been so much of the same old, same old with WWE for so long. Give me something new. 
to be hopeful for and to look forward to. Don't, don't do it. Don't poor ransom. Keep moving. Poor ransom. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you guys for like your like happy sunny day. Like what? What do you and, and ransom? Sunny days. That was jumping. that was last episode. Beef. Come right? on now. Uh, like ransom's immediately jumping on the. Well, here's what's probably gonna happen. Bandwagon. I'm gonna hate it. It's gonna be stupid. And I hate it. And I hate it. He is so jaded right now. Ransom. What? What's gonna happen at the Royal Rumble that's gonna make you happy, brother? Let's 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 hear it. Kevin Owens. <laughs> AJ Styles, Big E, although, again, I, I can't move away from it. I can't. I've got a sinking suspicion that, unfortunately, Big E is going to go the way of Kofi. He had it. They're done with him. Move on. That's a shame. I don't think it should be the case, but that's what my gut tells me. My gut tells me it was a one and done Unfortunately, the card was subject to change. It changed. He lost it when he did. Now he's done. They're done with him. But yeah, I'd be excited for somebody new. And again, at this point, anybody new, happy ransom. Somebody that's already done it. Boo, hiss, where's the rum? No, I have, I, I, I have, a, I have a disagreement with that. Not anybody new, because if almost wins the rumble... I'm fucking shutting it off. <laughs> I was there's, there's not a chance. There's after his after his televised flub. I don't think there's a chance. Did you guys see that? I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Oh I, I, yeah, right. I watched said- I watched the video after the fact where he was asking the referee and got caught on a live mic, live camera, asking the referee, should should I should I be doing this? That was like, the should I, should I mess with him? That should was the, the best. Oh my god, I watched that clip. It was on a botchamania. It was. F- Fucking oh, incredible! Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. It was greener like, I than you... greener than baby shit, man. You, yep. You sent the you sent the link in our chat, but whenever I went to click on the video, it showed like a two second video, and that was it. I I didn't catch the full flub, so I don't know what happened. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It was. It was bad news bears. Yeah. Clearly showing that this guy is not ready, despite how big he is. It doesn't matter. The dude's not ready. So yep. I'm not worried about that. Like, I think, I, I don't think that they're going to, if they're going to push Omos, I don't think this is the, the spot where it happens. They need like, to it, push be him a little out, bit. They need to push him out the fucking door. Yeah, he needs right. pushed out the airplane. But right, uh, boys. beef to answer your question, anybody new? Okay. Okay. So here's how it's going to get out. Oh, uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Kenny Omega, entry number 30. One's, no. Um. Entry Although, 31, Adam Page. Uh, you know what? Any more, nothing would shock me. There is no forbidden door. There is no spoon. Uh, like, you hear reports of WWE talking to Tony Khan and, like, working on a project. Like, who knows what that could, you know, foster into. AEW has not been shy about mentioning WWE on their programming at all. So, like... Uh, who knows? But I, you know, I, I can say pretty sure I don't think any of them are going to show up. Anyway, I, I I would love to see Kevin Owens do it. I don't think he's going to because I, I think he just signed a good contract because he wants to take care of his family. Good on him. Honestly, I think this may be the year Styles. Uh, I think I think the Styles puts together a pretty impressive run. That'd be great. And I think that he that that, that he wins it. Good. Uh, Dark thought, Horse. Yes. I, I thought Styles was down in NXT fucking around with Grayson Waller or whatever. Nah, he's, nah, he's done with that. He's Already? 
Yep. Oh, well, yep. damn. Um, <laughs> okay, then. Dark Horse, uh, Valter shows up. Oh, oh. And wins the rumble. <sighs> so uh, good. Because his, his last, um, th- as they've announced, his last NXT UK date was like yesterday. I think the air date was yesterday. So he's done with NXT UK. And it's just a matter of what's next for Walter. Is he done with the company? Does he show up in NXT? Does he show up in the Royal Rumble? Does he show up at WrestleMania? Who fucking knows? So I, I would love to see that. Um, or, and this is really fucking out there, Braun Breaker showing up and winning the Rumble. I Get think the it would fuck be out of here. Go home. You're drunk. No, man. Listen, of all the things I hate about NXT 2.0, I love Braun Breaker. I think that he's put together. I think that he's ready to go. I think that he's a main event talent right fucking now. Um, and he's he's young. And and again, like we always get on WWE about AEW's youth movement. Like he's younger than any of those guys in AEW. He's a pedigree. He wrestles like Scott Steiner. Uh, but he's got the charisma of Rick Steiner. Like uh, there is so much to like about that kid. Um you know, and, and again, NXT 2.0 is is a launching pad for the stars. I think that the way they prove that, I, I, I think a Braun Breaker will be part of the Rumble. I don't think he'll win it, but I think that would be awesome if he did. I think he'll but, have a halfway oh, decent showing. I think him and Big E will run yes. into each other. Yes. and so uh, You think and, he's definitely going to be in it, though? I do. I do. And I, I, think, I think Big E has a pretty good showing in the Rumble, too. Um, but he doesn't win it. But I ultimately, I mean, I I know that we all want to pick Johnny Knoxville here because why wouldn't you? But um, oh my gosh, please don't, please. <laughs> but, I can't, uh, I can't return the meth <laughs> to from whence it came. All right. I want to change my pick. Can I change my pick to Drew Carey? He's in. He's on it for this year. What better way to promote Jackass forever than having Johnny Knoxville main event WrestleMania? Uh, I know. I, I God I, damn I, it. I, <laughs> I do think I do think that AJ Styles is rewarded, um, and 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 finally gets his Rumble win. As far as how the WrestleMania main event shakes out, I see it going. So he here are the two things that, that I see in my head. Night night one, Roman and Brock both defend their titles, uh, and the Royal Rumble winner, what Royal Rumble winner gets to pick whichever one of those titles he wants to go up against, and that's fine. Or the way I want it to go. Night two would obviously be Roman versus Brock, um, which is kind of a foregone conclusion, sadly. Or the way I want it to go is Wrestle Kingdom style, where they do the title for title at night one, and then night two, the Royal Rumble winner gets to challenge the winner of that match. I think that that would be more intriguing television. Uh, I'm not an absolute piss in the weedies guy like Ransom is with the Fatal Four Ways and Three Way Dances at WrestleMania. I don't mind them. If they're pulled off well, uh, I mean, you know, Benoit, Michaels, and HBK was amazing at WrestleMania 20. Um, lots of good Fatal Four Way matches. Uh, Batista, Orton, and uh, Brian was great at WrestleMania 30. So, I mean, you know, they, they exist, the, the main events that are, that are you know, multi-person. Um they, 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 last year's was great too, but they shouldn't be the norm. Um, but uh, there's, yeah, there's always going to be at least one on the card somewhere, whether it's oh, for the main, God. there's going to be a lot of them. 
Yeah, whether it's for the main title or not, that there's you gotta I, you always gotta plan for at least one triple threat match. So. I, I don't mind triple threat matches. That's that's not that's not my my sticking point. My but sticking it, when point it's is for the title. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it, my my sticking point is it's the main event, like the main event because everybody the talks winner, about the, the, the WrestleMania winner. moment. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Like the WrestleMania you, moment, the Royal Rumble winner. You're gonna stick them in a triple threat match. Come on, you, give them what they deserve. You have the you have the the uh, you you put the rumble winner on a pedestal and and I and I agree, man. Like that should be their sh that that should be their stick. They get to call their shot. They get to close the show of shows, and it should be a one on one match, um, barring some fu something fucky happening. Um, and uh, as of late, the last 10, 15 years, it hasn't been the case, sadly, but. Uh, I think that, that you know, 100%. I think it should be AJ Styles, and you know, whether he gets Reigns or whether he gets Lesnar the next night, I, I think I think it's a win-win. So let me ask but you this then, Beef. I want to go off of what you said. Is? If you have AJ Styles winning the Rumble, yes, and the cards fall where night one is the unification, whoever wins that, do you see AJ Styles beating either Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, or is it going to be hey? We're super excited. AJ Styles finally won the Royal Rumble. He gets his shot. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think know. it's the latter of the two. I don't think it'll be the, uh, I think it'll like be, it's I think it'll be, he'll, he'll be a transitional champion at best. I can see it. I hate I to say it. that. So, but... so, so, so here's a scenario. Let's say that Brock beats Roman on night one. Um, and, you know, he has the title to get Brock AJ in night two, which would be phenomenal. Uh, no pun intended. But yeah. then, like, you know, intend during... Intend your puns, you weakling. During the... Uh, fair enough. During the, the match with <laughs> some chicanery, which I know, WrestleMania main event should be very light on chicanery, but, like, you know, you have Roman or the fucking Usos come out. And uh, distract Lesnar, Lesnar, uh, ever so slightly to have AJ capitalize and take the take the title, and then you keep the Brock and Roman thing going, but then you 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 move the and I mean that's that's big brain right there because then you get two big angles, you get AJ as champion versus whoever, and then you get your Brock and Roman angle because Brock and Roman don't need the belts. They don't at all. That that angle sells itself from here to perpetuity. And honestly, like they've had a great history. Like that match sells itself. You don't need to have the belts. Why have the belts involved? So, um, but as, as much as I want to see that happen, realistically, we probably get Lesnar versus Reigns on night two. That's probably like the main event of the main event. Uh, I don't like it. Because then it is, you know, it, it makes the Royal Rumble winner a foregone conclusion um, that, that that they're going to lose. And um, yeah, I, I I don't I don't like it ever at, at all. But I mean, like, if that's the match they're circling, that they're like, all right, we're going to build this. This is everything that we're working towards. Is this? I you know, how does that not close the show at night too? So how does that work then with the Royal Rumble winner? Do they get inserted in as a triple threat match? No, they 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 probably win. Like they they probably have a match on night one. Um, and lose. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and then, there it is. It's, unnecess it is. it's okay, unnecessarily yep. fucky. I think would be a good way to put it. It yep. is, but we know that whenever Vince McMahon has something circled in his head, 
that's how it's gonna go. Um, and and I really think that he was really hoping that The Rock would come back, and uh, and do WrestleMania this year and, and beat Roman Reigns. Um, I don't know. Is that a possibility that's not going to happen? I don't think like, it's gonna that... happen. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's on the table anymore. Um, all the scuttlebutt is that The Rock doesn't have any interest in that, and you know why would he? He's in the middle of trying to figure out the XFL and get everything planned for that next year. So, um, and I, you know, alongside acting and doing everything that he loves to do. So yeah, I mean, I, I get it. The Titan games, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, let me, let me ask you beef. Um, I, you know, it was, uh, we found out not long ago that, um, that Mickey James, is going to be in the women's Royal rumble. So with that said, um, do you feel like the forbidden door is not as forbidden anymore when it comes to WWE or is this just kind of a, a fluke thing that's, uh, that's happened here just because they're desperately in need of bodies to fill positions. Um, yeah, I think the latter, but I think that this is Vince flexing and saying that, you know, I am WWE and, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do regardless of whoever else is wherever else. Like, if I want to bring Kenny Omega in and have him be squashed, I can do that because I'm Vince McMahon. Um, I, I, I literally think that they're like, the Vince is like, hey, let's get the Bellas and you know, Michelle McCool and Lita and, you know, um, everybody else and, and Mickey James. And they're like, oh, okay, great. And they did all this. And then, like, after the fact, someone's like, hey, Vince, by the way, Mickey James is wrestling for Impact. She's the current champion. And he's like, oh, well, what's done is done. I, I, I literally believe that they probably didn't have the foresight or the knowledge to know that they, you know, that that she was involved in impact and that you know that they probably sent the invite out without knowing that i you know what i would agree with that because if i'm looking at it objectively i feel like if if this is wwe's attempt at at breaching the breaching the fail i i i think that they would go with somebody that isn't mickey james like, because it's Mickey James, that tells me that, oh, like Beef said, it's Vince going, well, what former women that we've had here before can we get to be in the Rumble because we need, we need people? If it, was, if it was the olive branch being extended, I feel like it would be a well-known impact woman that wasn't a WWE, a former WWE talent. That would be like the olive branch being extended, the like, hey, this person's been, you know, impact or has bounced around the Indies, but has never been in the WWE before. And now she's showing up in the rumble. Like, Ooh, that's exciting. Right. But because it's Mickey James. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, Hey, we, we got to get 30 women in this. We don't have 30 women on our roster. that can do it. Let's bring back all the old faces that we've put in previous women's Royal rumbles, Trish, Lita, Mickey, Bella's, whatever, because we need butts in the ring. Yep. 
it 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 does open up the door for a guy like Moose to show up in the Royal Rumble, though. That that'd be interesting. Uh, I uh, would I, I, be very okay with that. Uh, wasn't there I, word about uh, Matt Cardona popping up? That'd be interesting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, See, I'd be less interested in that again because he's like, a former WWE talent. Yeah, but new, but new flip up. No, Zack Ryder was. Matt Cardona is not. Like, it, yeah, I, but, everybody knows though who he is, and they're yeah. they're going to be making mentions to Zack Ryder. Like, well, they're if, not just going to strictly call him Matt Cardona and leave it at that. If he does show up, they'll probably call him Matt Cardona, but then say, you know. Formerly wrestler in WWE is is Zack Ryder. Like that's Zack Ryder. I know him. He goes by Matt Cardona now. Or whatever think, Michael Coleism he puts out. I think that this is just the thing that we do every Rumble season, where we get ourselves all amped up as to who could show up, like what legend could come back, or you yeah. know what, what then enemy. Does. And and then we get disappointed because we build it up in our heads. Um, and again for the second year in a row, I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to avoid actively disappointing myself yep uh although i'm sure i'm gonna be disappointed regardless because that's how the last like 10 rumbles have gone honestly uh except for shinsuke's rumble i i that that night was really really good well um, i was gonna say last was it last year's rumble that uh that edge won? yeah edge won last year's rumble i mean that i don't think we saw edge winning that we had him in the final four and stuff i think me me and ransom did and i can't remember yeah. who else but man i mean that was that was pretty that was surprising in the fact that they had him go the distance i i did not see that coming uh but otherwise yeah there there haven't been a whole lot of like big returns what like i think i think one of the quote unquote big returns for last year's rumble was sheamus because he came back from injury and i'm like whoopty fucking do like yeah. no dis- like no yeah like i mean no disrespect to sheamus in general because i i you know he's he's been great over the years and everything like that but you know when i think of a quote-unquote surprise entrant i'm thinking of somebody who hasn't been in the company within the last 10 years or somebody who has never been in the company like whenever aj showed up and stuff you know what i mean like somebody not not a return yeah like return from injury I'll give you I'll give you two more dark horses that I would love to see. John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Uh, so I so let me let, let, no. let, let me say this. I think that if, if that if Bray Wyatt were to come back and win the Royal Rumble, I think that it would go a long way in like building the bridge back to like what they did to his character last year. I th- that's a start, but I feel like with him they would have to go the distance. They would have to put him over at Mania, because I think people would get hyped to see him come back, super hyped to see him win, and then if he loses at Mania, I think all that full steam ahead goes right away. Yep, it's killed instantly because they're gonna have flashbacks of last year's WrestleMania of him losing the way he did. They're going to see him lose again, even if he has a good match. It's still going to ultimately end up in him losing. And I think that takes all the steam away from him. But I agree. to Beef's credit, if he comes back and wins and they do it right and they put him over at Mania, I feel like they can really repair what they've done. Yeah, but how but long will that last? My big question is, 
yes that's, that's the exactly. other that's the more important thing yeah exactly because, how long does ransom, that last right because ransom called it he said you know give it like not you know give it not even a year and brave where i you know brave won't be relevant or whatever the fiend wouldn't be relevant we argued up and down and i mean we you know i i speak for the majority collective when i say we all you know were everybody was riding the the fiend train it was everybody was big on it and it, it i'm sure it made fucking you know hand over fist amounts of dollars but they they fucked it up they fucked it up and i i, I like as soon as as soon as beef said oh bray wyatt as a dark horse i just immediately was like oh don't don't do this to him like and don't do this to me don't get my hopes up and then just fucking squash them because this is what you do, WWE. Don't do this to me. Now, I'm. I think my my big thing is, is if if you put if you put yourself in Bray Wyatt's shoes. Yeah. If you if you're Bray Wyatt, do you see more dollar signs and opportunity and say, mm, okay, they did me dirty, but they're promising they're promising money. They're promising to fix it. You know, Vince is saying you're going to have a good run. We're going to push you, push, push, push. Good. I'm okay with this. Let's do it. Or if you're Bray Wyatt, do you see the mass exodus that's happened within the WWE? Release upon release upon release. Do you see people like Samoa Joe where they released him, brought him back? Oh, oh. And then they released him again. Like, what do you see? I feel like if I'm Bray Wyatt, I look at it and go, they're releasing people hand over fist. Look at what they did with Samojo. They released him. They brought him back. Hey, there's hope. There's hope. Nope. There's no more hope because they released him once again. What's to stop them from bringing me back to the Rumble, promising me the world, and then going, well, it's been four months. Thank you for your time. Uh, we wish you well in your future endeavors. That's apples oh. and bananas, though, because, like, Joe's situation was one in a million. Like, I like when Joe was brought back last year, 100% Triple H had to been thinking long-term. Triple H was like, all right, this is my veteran guy in the NXT locker room. He's the guy that's going to hold the belt and make everybody look like gold. And then when he's done, he can be a trainer, booker, fucking commentator, what have you. Nobody knew what was going to happen with NXT getting flipped on its head like that. So I, yes, I, I agree. Like the, the, the releases are out of hand. They're out of control. But honestly, like this most recent wave of releases over the last couple of months shouldn't be a surprise because this is Vince flipping NXT. This is Vince saying, here's my vision. Here's what we're going to do. Like, you guys were all here as part of Triple H's vision. This isn't Triple H's vision anymore. This is my vision. Here's how it's going to go down. Yeah, but see, so that that's not a fair comparison, I don't think. Well, I was going to say, but if it, it for me personally, if I'm Bray Wyatt, I see, I see, you know, I, I still take that into consideration, even if it wouldn't, you know, even though if if Bray came back, he's it's not like they're going to send him down to NXT. Um, uh, you know, so but I still take that into consideration because I'm thinking, you know, shit rolls downhill or possibly uphill in this case, whatever, however you want to look at it. But the fact that 
that Vince is doing what he's doing down in NXT, who's to say that he doesn't carry that same attitude? It's his vision. He's going to do what he wants on the main roster because he already does. He He's notorious for rewriting scripts last minute. And, you know, he has the final say ultimately. And if I'm Bray and I and I look at what what I had, you know, essentially cultivated in The Fiend, and and had so much creative input and had you know a decent amount of creative freedom and then i look at how it all ended i i i'm i don't know for me personally it's i want to be happy at where i'm working and they could be throwing all sorts of money but at the end of the day i mean money's not everything like yes money pays the bills i get that um but you mentally have to be okay with where you're at. Like, and from my own personal experience, after my company did me dirty at the job that I was at for the last 10 years, faithfully, it really fucking killed my inspiration to stay in that field or do anything else. And I happened to luck into finding the job that I'm at now currently fairly quickly afterwards Big and mood, actually bro. enjoying it. Big mood. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's just, it, it honestly, like I, I spent so long doing what I did and, you know, really enjoying the work and enjoying my, uh, you know, enjoying the people that I was around my, my clients, you know, on, on a regular basis and everything like that. And honestly, like for, for the way that all ended, it really just fucking it it really snuffed the fire and the drive that I had for that. And I just said, well, you know what? Maybe this is the universe just showing me it's time for a new chapter in my life. And yeah. I said, fuck it. And I moved on. Let, and, let's not believe at the point too that beef we've talked many times about how Vince McMahon cleaned house with Triple H's NXT guys. Husky Harris, Triple H's NXT guy. Swamp Wizard Bray Wyatt, Triple H's NXT guy. How much of The Fiend was a Vince McMahon guy, or how much of that was strictly a Bray Wyatt guy? Oh, it's 100% a Bray Wyatt guy that Vince has capitalized on for money, 100%. I'm, right, so... I'm just saying, like, Kevin Owens signing the new contract, AJ Styles signing a new deal last year, where they could have gone and worked with people that they worked with previously, um, or and, and Kevin Owens case like his best some of his best friends like that tells me that not everybody looked at the situation like the grass is greener um some you know the the fed is a viable alternative and and for a lot of people the fed is like you know the bigs for some people AEW is still a minor league um, you know, you look at buy rates, you look at ratings, SmackDown and Raw are both getting better ratings on AEW. The buy rates are both better. I, I, I get what you're saying. And, and I, and I, and, and I, and I love the bet on me philosophy that all these guys and gals are taking. I'm here for it. And there's no doubt that he would be better serviced in AEW, but so would Kevin I... Owens. So would AJ Styles. But at the end of the day, they got to worry about the rest of their lives. And, and you know, maybe that is – well, and Kevin Owens even said, I believe, in an interview or in, on Twitter or something, he said um, 
he made that decision because also you think about it, Kevin Owens in his career, if you want to look at the bulk of his career, most of it has been spent in WWE. He said that he's like, this is where I've worked. This is where I've been. You know, that was kind of how, you know, you want to say maybe he justified it. You know what I mean? Um, but, but like, you know, Kevin is doing what's best for his family. His family is his priority. And he's being very honest about that. And you can't fault the man for doing that. You know, if I had, if I had my own, you know, my own family, if I had kids and a wife and everything, I'd want to do everything in my power to provide for them. And he's not making chump change folks. He's not making chump change. Like, like they, they, they're putting a lot of money into him every year for his contract. So like maybe because he thinks he has enough bumps left on his card after he's done with WWE, maybe WWE, maybe he'll go somewhere else. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Who knows? So agreed. I have, and, a- and, 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 and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting money on Bray Wyatt showing up. I'm just saying like, that would be a big shocker. Uh, yeah. that, no, no. You're right. It would. So I have a, I have a quick, quick sidebar. If I may ask, uh, someone mentioned earlier about people transitioning into other roles, you know, like backstage things, bookers, creative, whatever, but also commentary. Did you guys, and forgive me if it was already touched upon in the last episode, did we, did did not. we talk about, oh, we didn't, we didn't talk about the fact that Corey Graves is cleared to wrestle, huh? Oh right. boy! Oh my God! Do you think he shows up as an active participant stay, in the Rumble? Stay down! Oh, that would be great! Stay down, bitches! Like that's so, so good. It's fat. Inherent. Here's the problem inherent with all of that. Guess where Corey Graves cut his teeth? NXT. Same place that Bray Wyatt cut his teeth. Triple H is NXT. Yeah, but it wasn't. The remnants of that is slowly dying. If you want to argue, it wasn't at the top of the bell curve, though. I agree. No, you're you're one hundred percent correct. Um, but I'm 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 just saying like if so I'm all f- if 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 Corey Graves wants to get back in the ring, awesome. I support that because man, I was a Sterling James Keenum mark. I loved the dude before I even knew who you, he was. You remember seeing him in a in a uh, in a warehouse in Altoona? Where, nope, I remember him in an armory in our NLT. No, it wasn't. Yes, oh, was it? Oh, it was at the other armory. It was. That's it was, right. It was. It was. It was at the KCW yep. armory in Altoona, man. The KCW um, armory in Altoona and seeing Sterling James Dean. Oh, so good. He came out with all the swag. He like the 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 fucking heavy the metal. Dreads. The 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 moves. Like he he just. He just exuded awesome, and I'm like, I like this dude. So I like, you know, I was a big fan of SJK before I even knew who SJK was. But realistically, like, I would not fault him a bit if he's like, you know what? Yeah, I can wrestle, but guess what? I love doing commentary, and by God, he's really, really good at it. Yeah, Um, he is. So I, I, you know, is, is there a rumble spot for him? Probably. I'm sure, um, because again, they may be looking for bodies. Um, wouldn't shock me if like they did him and Pat McAfee both. I think that would be Pat pretty McAfee. cool. Pat um, McAfee. McAfee. But uh, you know, I I think I think I think that'd be awesome too. But yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see Graves getting honest to God, run with it, but we'll see what happens. 
So here's just a here's a fun prop bet. If where am I going with this? Oh yeah, I, for, I forgot. I remember. Oh no, MSK. Um, if Corey Graves is in the Royal Rumble, the prop bet is: Does he come down the ramp from the back, or do they pull a Jerry the King Lawler where he's at commentary, and they play his music, show his Titantron, and he stands up from the desk? Oh, absolutely. And goes into the ring from if there. I, if I absolutely may, absolutely the Lawler. If I may, if they pull the Lawler. He's not going to be back full-time. If they give him a full-fledged entrance, he's going to be back full-time. Now, now to continue off of that, though, if he is back full-time, who do they put on commentary? Steve, what was your answer for my question? Uh, I think he probably gets a, um, a, uh, a ringside entrance, a la Booker T, Jerry the King Lawler, Michael Cole, JBL, JBL etc. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think then about Tom's question? Um I don't think like I think I think they'll say, All right, here's your option. Like if you want to wrestle, have at it, but it's not gonna be for this company. Um Oh, really? I do, because I think that they're happy with him on commentary. So riddle me this. And again, I'm a mark for the guy. But would you rather him be on commentary? kicking ass constantly or be mired maybe in the mid card maybe it wouldn't be mid card it'd be upper mid card no mm. no i don't know he'd about be, that he'd be he'd be lucky to be in a title match yeah i i gotta i gotta agree US with beef on that. I, I gotta agree with beef on that one as as much as i as much as i love sterling the fact that he's you know uh a homegrown pittsburgher here um I mm, Pittsburgher. Mm, yes. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't think if, if Vince has let the likes of Kevin Owens and Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura be grossly misused and mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. no disrespect to Corey Graves, you know, he's awesome, but he's not a Finn Balor and he's not a Kevin Owens. I don't feel like I, I can see, I can see Vince completely fucking up using him much mm-hmm. like the way he did all the rest of them. So I, I would personally, if it, if I had to choose gun to my head, one or the other, I'd rather keep him on commentary. If that's the case. That's I, I agree. I agree with that. I'd rather have him every week, every match on commentary, listening to him as opposed to seeing him maybe once a week and in just dumb matches that don't go anywhere like yep. and, and, and be left at the end of the day going, or, but why? But or, why? Or fucking or doing dark matches or fucking, you know, uh, doing matches for main event or superstars or whatever the fuck they still do like pre yeah. or smackdown shows now or My question you know, is, oh. the very or at the very least you could always listen to uh his and uh his and his fiance's uh podcast they're engaged now by the way in case anybody didn't catch that didn't um i guess if he's not going to be wrestling if they're going to keep him on commentary Mm-hmm. What was the point of him? A, what was the point of the announcement of he's been cleared? And B, why have that consultation 
with your physician to get cleared to wrestle if you're just going to be on commentary. That was like, I, I don't understand why you... Like, that, was, that wasn't like a WWE Twitter machine that announced that. That was like, I think a Brian Alvarez reported. Oh, um, uh, okay. Why would he even go and that see was... a physician to get physically cleared? Well, I think he still wants to, honestly. Um, oh. So he has uh, the desire, but you don't think WWE has the desire to have him be a wrestler? I think... <sighs> And again, because that opens up a whole whole new book of questions of if he wants to wrestle and they don't want him to. Dot dot dot. Broad right. strokes, because I'm a fan of sports, not just wrestling. I think when you're an athlete, you want to do what you love while you can, whether you're at the top of your game or just starting to like crest over. I think you want to try and extend that as long as you possibly can because you love it. That's why Brett Favre came back twice. You know, that's why he played for the eight different teams because he loves the game. That's why Tom Brady is currently a Tampa Bay Buccaneer because he loves the game of football because he wants to be that's what he wants to do. I think that these guys like Corey Graves, like Daniel Bryan, plug away, plug away. They want to be wrestlers. That's what they want to do. They want to wrestle. They may be amazing on commentary. Corey Graves is fucking outstanding. Bar none. One of the best recently. But if the fire in his belly is telling him, I want to wrestle, he's not going to be happy on commentary. And I think that he would trade his place on commentary even for... Excuse me, a spot on the mid card because he's betting on himself. He's saying, I know that they'll probably slate me in the mid card, but I'll wrestle my way up out of it. Well, but then if he was also smart with his money, with with what he's been doing with WWE for the past how many years, you know, once once his deal or whatever they do with that runs up, he man, he could always go to impact. He could always go to whenever Roe revamps. He could go to AEW. He could go wherever he wants because he has, if you go back and watch some of his stuff as Corey Graves, you know, or even if you can find some independent stuff as Sterling James Keenan, man, that guy is all charisma. And and let alone the talent in the ring. Like, he is all charisma. It's insane. So I guess before we do wind this episode down, while we're still in the Corey Graves talk, I guess just to gauge your opinions, if he's cleared to wrestle, he's got the fire in his belly to wrestle, and WWE does not want him to wrestle, like they have no interest in him being in the ring, they want his place to be on commentary. If you're him, well, no, not not just that. If... If you can, if you're gonna assume what he's gonna do, will he stay with WWE because he's got a sure thing for the time being, or do you think he says, "Okay, I'm gonna ride out my contract. If you don't let me wrestle, I will pull a Daniel Bryan. You don't want to let me wrestle? I'll find somewhere that will let me wrestle." I think. I think. Uh, I Beast, do you want to go first, or you want me to go? Yeah. 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 I. I, I Oh, you go. Given okay, his, that meant yeah, yeah. You go. Okay. Uh, I think given his personality, 
like what we know about him like his persona his entrance like everything about him is like very punk hard edge you know i i think he's the kind of guy that would bet on himself and would say you know what i'm gonna let it ride and if you're not gonna let me succeed here as a wrestler i will go somewhere else i i agree with that just from just from what i've seen of him in the in the time that he was in nxt and uh from listening to uh to him and carmela's uh podcast where they go by their actual you know real names and stuff and and don't talk wrestling just getting a feel for him as a person i i gotta agree with that i i feel like he would you know he would try to go elsewhere probably probably to aew i would think what do you got i think that I think that if WWE is a hard no on letting him do his thing, I really think that it would behoove him to go somewhere that would let him live what he what he wants to do and utilize his talents in a very good way. I th- I, I really do. I think that is something that would uh would behoove him. But I think if WWE is smart, which that's a big ask, but if WWE <laughs> is smart, they'll hang on to him. They'll utilize him, even if it is in kind of a gatekeeper role. You know what I mean? Um, I think they, they would do that and they would really make it something special and they would really make it something uh, interesting and fun. That being said, I think, Corey, if they say, uh, we don't know, you know, you're kind of getting over the hill, you're injured, you're this, we're worried about this, we're worried about that. He would go, fuck yeah, I'm going to go do what I want to do. And he would. And he would go do it. And he would go do it somewhere, no matter where, because Beef said he's one of those guys that is pure love for what he does. Speaking of the gatekeepers, is Cassius Ono still employed with WWE? No. No, uh, he's been gone for a while. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard of him for a while, and I can't remember hearing that he was let go. So I think yep, I was see. completely lost with him. I think he's faffing around the UK scene. Interesting. No, I think. no, no. He's 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 back here. He was was over in NXT UK. That's where they they, they had him stationed last, but they let him go at least a year ago, maybe more. Okay, yeah, it's it's Goodness. been a minute. It's it's been a minute for sure. I know that. All right, Beef, you've got the spotlight. Let's see if Pat can do it. I haven't run the numbers, but new year, new me. I'm calling it now. Don't give a shit what anybody says. We get this one right. From this day forward, you're going to have to try to stump the champs. No pressure. So for my buddy, the mid-card maniac, a.k.a. Pat Shannon, a.k.a. You bastard. Uh, Hulk Hogan was the first person to win back-to-back Royal Rumble matches. Who were the wrestlers that he eliminated to win? Uh, What years was that? No, no. Uh, 90, 89 and 90, or 88 and 89, I believe. Are you sure not the beginning of the 90s? Are you sure it's not 90, 91? 
It may have been 90-91 because Flair was 92, right? Because Hogan won the one right before Flair, I think. Flair right. was 92. That's the yeah. one he, he won, won the belt. So he would have won 90-91. And I think he won Correct. 88 as well. I think he won three non-sequential. Yes. I believe oh. you're right because I think this came up before when we when we talked about um, – we, we had a question about Royal Rumble winners before. Um, and, and I was surprised that Hulk Hogan had won three. The Hogan Rumbles are tough for me to watch because they're that that's they're like sloggy. They're real sloggy. They're sloggy and like that's like the definition of like a job or rumble. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I mean, hell, the, the fact that uh Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the first one, you know, and that was what 88 87 yeah, or 87, yeah. 87, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, that that's, one, you know. Beef didn't, wasn't it, like, maybe the last time or one one of the recent years, like, either last year, like, no, not last year. What was it? There was a year that we went back and watched early-ass Rumbles. Mm-hmm. And I think that we watched that. We my watched mind, my mind sure. jumping, jumping to one of those, because we watched those, and we sat there the whole time going, ah, Ah, I'm gonna yeah, get another bad. beer. Ah, like, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I for some reason, Mister Perfect is jumping in my mind as one of them. Okay, because he was the first one. Yeah, because every time I watch that, which isn't very often, but I do go back and watch. I, I get that one every once in a while. I don't know why, but I always forget that Hulk Hogan wins. And when it comes down to the last two, I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. Perfect. I love Kurt Henning. Oh, that's right. I think Kurt Henning has quite a few top top four finishes, including his like return to the Rumble, like 2000, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, he, he finished top four that year. Um, so you're our ransom. Are you saying that it was like the first Hogan Rumble or like the second the first of the two sequential rumbles. The first of the two sequential. Poot was okay. right. Perfect was was that one. I think that was what ninety. Ninety. Yep. I that was ninety. That and so I think Poot. the second one was a dis. The second one is a disappointment for me because I never. I never think of this person as like, oh, this guy is definitely going to win the Royal Rumble. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, shoot. As soon as... I know it's going to be Poot. I know as soon as freaking Poot says it, it's going to be like, yep, that's the guy. Hits him. He did it. I hate it. I hate it because all I can picture is Hogan uh, eliminating, like, get, getting Sid eliminated. That was the, the flare year. The, the yes, because Hogan was outside and pulled Sid out. The only, Savage? No. No. Savage, no. no, the only reason that I remember perfect is because I remember watching that and being shocked that... Well, not shocked. Like, if I was watching it back then, I'd be like, Hogan wins, lol. But, like, I, I remember be, being, like, hmm. shocked that they didn't pull the trigger on Perfect. Yep. Because, yep. like... That's what gets me every time, because I'm like, oh, oh, oh! That's the only reason why Perfect jumped in my mind, because I remember sitting there and being like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So... Beef, help me out here. It was a big dude. This would have been the was it was it earthquake? Oh shit! Yes. Yep. There he goes. It was, was a gonna, big dude. 
It was a yeah, big I've... dude, and I can never remember him too well. Was he earthquake? Everybody... Was he earthquake? Everybody Denver loves was... like the natural disasters, but I all yeah. I've never like I they never did anything for me. So every I'm time I see him, I'm like, was he I'm the like, huge uh, earthquake? Was he... I love I love John Tenta. I love the shark. All of it, man. Was the earth... all of it. Was he earthquake then, or was he tugboat at that point? He tugboat, was earthquake. No. Tugboat was typhoon. That was the other guy. That was the shock. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Earthquake was always earthquake in WWE until he was Golga. Okay, fair. He was. Fair. He was like. Was he the bald one? Like semi bald. Yes. Yes. Yep. He had the horseshoe with with the long hair. Yep. Yeah, that was yep. him. That's who yep. Hogan eliminated this, in this, that this, one. This typhoon had typhoon had a had a glorious <laughs> mullet. Uh, mullet. Yep. yep. That that mullet. That, 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 and they the both WCW decided to put under the Shockmaster hood. And they were both big bearded. Oh, yes, the big bearded Sparkly bastard. Stormtrooper mask. Oh, my God. Yep. What a ridiculous <laughs> bunch of bullshit. God damn. Oh. Sparkly Stormtrooper. <laughs> if they would have put him under a Mandalorian helmet, he would have he would have gone far. No, that, that's what this is the way. So we're saying uh, 90, uh, he didn't ask this, but I guess we're, I, I guess we're flexing. 9091, and it was Mr. Perfect and an earthquake, correct? Yep. Sure. Yep. All right. Lock Let's it in. It. Oh, what did you say? After listening to the last podcast, I think I used up all my time to be on, but we'll gladly come on even if you get this. The answer is Hogan eliminated Perfect in 90 and Earthquake in 91. Boom, <laughs> baby. Fuck listen, champs, champs again. Suck it, champs. Listen, listen for, for, all the, for as long as it took us last week, because I went back and I listened to, uh, I, I listened to the, the, se- uh, the second episode today while I was driving around for the last part of my, uh, the last part of my route. It took a, you know, it took us so long to come up with it. We were so unsure, and it was just like, ah, fuck it, send it, you know, whatever. And then we ended up getting it. This one, we're like, nope, we got it. I was waiting for us to be wrong because I was like, you know, we're so no, confident. No. We were so confident. For a guy, oh, Lord. for a guy, for for our self-proclaimed biggest fan who listens and knows how I flex on WrestleMania, and listens and knows that like Poot and I will spend hours coming through old ass royal rumbles oh yeah to ask us a royal rumble question was absolutely the wrong move and am i inviting a more like low-key royal rumble question next week probably uh but that being said that's next week's problem because this week pat my dear boy oh do it you have brought getting the lotion ready but guess what sir here it comes once again as Usual. Oh. You lose. Oh, and you get nothing. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. That was uh, that's a shit. very poor death rattle. Everybody skip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, Beef and Poot watch a lot of Rumbles during Rumble season, but... I can't fault Pat for this because it is Rumble season. It is. So and for being topical. Yeah, yeah like that's what this episode was about with the Royal Rumble. So yeah, so like he throws Rumble week. questions at us during Rumble season. Yeah, which man. Ultimately, I really appreciate because yeah, that's what we're talking about this time of year. So thank you, Pat. I appreciate the Rumble question. Yeah, dude. And that we was appreciate great. you coming up with a with a new question every single freaking week. And if you're one of the I don't know eight to eleven people that listen, that listen to us on a weekly basis, and I see the numbers, I know you listen, and I know that the splitting up of the shows has worked, and that we're getting more listeners. Guess what? We have an email, Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a got 
dang question. All right. Change your role from listener to participant. I will say your name on the podcast with glee. And if you beat us, if you're the one to stump the champs, <laughs> you get to come on the show and do whatever the hell you want within reason. The segment, the whole show, berate us, whatever you want to do. If you want to heal up and tell all the rest of the listeners that they're idiots, you go right ahead. I don't give a fuck. All I care is that you send us those emails. So please, PittsburghPowderOverPodcast at gmail.com. Two emails. One with the question. Make sure that they are phrased well. Uh, if there's a gray area, we're just going to win anyway. Yeah, because last week's uh, the, the last last week, it, that was half the battle was trying to figure out how many names we needed to come up with, two or three. And right. Yeah, that was, and that was rough. No. No tournament questions. We're just gonna throw them out now. We 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 ain't doing that no more. Uh, um, unless they a question about a very specific winner or match in the tournament, we're not gonna give you all sixteen names and who beat who and what. Yeah, we're not we're not order. doing the we're not doing nope. the goddamn brawl for all again. So nope. fucking Nick. So that's the last time we heard from that guy. That was sure yeah. that was the the crowning achievement of this podcast. I believe that that was pretty yeah, fucking was. good. And thank thank God for Ransom, man. Cause, but anyway, the, the, the second email contains the answer to the question. Make sure you add a sentence or two in the email so that I don't see the preview popping up. Otherwise, you'll be disqualified, and I will berate you mercilessly <laughs> weeks to come. I love it. <laughs> I love a good beef berating. So you know Dude, what Berate to do. us with a burrito. Oh fuck! I think he was in the middle. Oh fuck! I think. Um, well, I was gonna say he was in the middle of a beverage, but it sounds like he was in the middle of his own like personal. Another bad death round. Everybody skip. I was just thinking about fucking. But listen, listen. You stole the Adam Cole thing. Don't steal my death rattle. God damn it! Let me have Ken Kniff. All right. Listen, the Ken. uh, That yes. Thank you, Skip. To be fair. To be fair. Tom stole it from Poot, so you know. No, what I stole oh, what fuck from he Poot. Did. The, the, no, the, I didn't. The Ken Kniff. Oh yeah, Poot's been no. doing it for like the last couple of months. No, 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 sir. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh no. yeah. All right, let's argue who steals stuff from whom off the podcast. And while we're on the podcast, let's talk about the podcast, which is a burrito and our sponsors. Somebody go! All right, ladies okay, and you. gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Pittsburgh Prowl Driver Podcast. Do yourself a solid. Go check out Casual Gaming Dad on Facebook. That's Facebook Gaming Streaming Casual Gaming Dad. You can also check him out on YouTube. That's Casual Gaming Dad. And on Twitch at Casual Gaming Dad 84. He streams a lot of awesome games, plays a lot of awesome things, including on Tuesdays, who play Among Us. You can join in yourself. You can join casual gaming dads discord if you will um and uh also you can support casual gaming dad by not only giving him stars on uh the face books but you can also buy his merch from gold gaming where you can also get your very own pittsburgh pile driver podcast t-shirt oh yes you can and it doesn't cost 49.99 you idiots oh that's not that's not me not breathing that's me just being like oh i can't handle it it's so good it's fattening and um make sure you also go on over to youtube while you're over there checking out casual gaming dad and subscribe to him on there as well why not fuck it go ahead and subscribe to mr frig off ransom mr ransom himself our madman and our champion as well he's hilarious he's a wonderful boy and a great friend as well he can be your friend too 
And uh, also want to thank Mr. Sean Tischler and his work with uh, pro wrestling uh, on the independent scene here in Pennsylvania. Really appreciate your work, Sean. And I'll tell you what, it's really great to see some of these guys that you see in an expo hall or in an armory or, or, or at a, a small theater uh, making big moves in the industry. It's really, really great to see. Um, I, I, I love it. So do yourself a favor, go support your local indies as well. Uh, for myself, put the bard, baby, thieving that one. I don't care. It's so cool. Uh, Mr. Tiger mm. bomb, Tom. Uh, uh, I was going to give you the upper. Oh, you oh, were. All right. It. Tiger. Nope. Nope, oh, the moment's now. passed. Oh, I forgot. It has. Um, uh, our, our own uh, resident uh, wrestling encyclopedia and a brilliant mind, Mr. Beef the Legend. And, of course, your reigning, defending, oh, fuck, undisputed, Choo Choo choose your white champion, Mr. Ransom, the madman himself. Thank you very much for listening. And... Make sure to give yourself the reach around later. Yes, ransom. <laughs> <laughs>